0: Welcome everybody to the mightiest podcast in the nine realms, uh, Metas and Mutants. I am Super Saiyan and today with us we have friend of the show, Hendrik. What's up?
1: Hey, what's up everybody? This is uh this is my first podcast ever, so forgive me if I'm uh a little awkward every now and then, but uh should be a good time.
0: Oh, I'm sure it will be. It's podcast it's just two guys shooting the shit having fun and talking about comics
1: yep exactly
0: so today's topic is we actually have two different top 10 lists one is top 10 best supervillains, and the other one is a top 10 greatest superheroes and we're gonna talk about what these people selected and Uh, see how much we agree or disagree with these lists.
1: All right. So do you want to start with superheroes or supervillains?
0: Let's start with the heroes. Okay. Uh, First on the list is Captain America.
1: Oof. Oof.
0: It's. Of all the superheroes, I. Captain America is number one honestly i can't argue i can't argue too much
1: he's i i get i get it but at the same time i i don't know it's just like it it strikes me as a safe choice
0: it really is a safe choice but it's like at the same time i'm also going for like greatest superhero of all time not necessarily my personal favorites because like If we were going my personal favorites, I'd have to say, like, Moon Knight and guys like that. And it's like, if I'm being honest, it's hard to argue Moon Knight is a top ten superhero (laughs) of all time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, especially when it's hard to even argue the hero part sometimes.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. But, like, Captain America, you know, he's... He's almost, like, the perfect specimen for a superhero. He's... Like, him and Superman are pretty much the top two most iconic guys. They're everything you should strive for, strive to be, always standing up for truth justice.
1: Yeah. And honestly, that's, I think, one of the reasons that does put him pretty high on the list, despite my misgivings, is, like, you can always trust him to do the right thing. You can always trust that he's going to be on the side that he feels is most good, for lack of a better term.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's like, it's not like he's not, a doesn't have a leadership bias. He actively goes out and deals with the people on the ground, you know, it's, so many heroes kind of ignore the everyday person and captain America does have that kind of connection with them. He, you know, grew up poor and Irish in book Brooklyn pre world war two, right? Like didn't exactly, uh, come from wealth, come from like there There is a bit of privilege, but it's not like he came from necessarily being privileged or wealthy or, any of that he just grew up poor in brooklyn at a time where that was not a a good place to be
1: yeah exactly and i think one thing that's good about someone like captain america is he's willing to acknowledge and work on that privilege um he's not just like oh well this is the america that i know and i love uh as we've seen in both comics and movies he's willing to be like hey our our values have got to change
0: Yeah, I, I remember An issue, I think it came In the 80s But it was meant to be like loosely Based in the 70s when like America's war on drugs in Latin America started And it was just him like We're doing this all over again We're just ruining these people's lives We're going in and creating Problems, this is not okay And it's like, you know He understands that Yep. And at the same time, it does lead to some interesting alternate universe Captain America's where he is basically the jingoistic, rah-rah-rah American pride and everything else at all cost type thing, and like Ultimate Captain America, for example, and it's... It very e- easily shows the opposite side of what he could be as well.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't see any issues with having him at number one. Nope. Um, A safe, I do safe
0: pick, but understandable.
1: Exactly. I do wonder though if you know pre two thousand twelve he would have made it at number one
0: that's definitely a fair argument because i mean let's be honest the early 2000s and everything was kind of a heavy decline for comics as a whole yeah and the mcu kind of revitalized that for not just marvel but for dc for image dark horse yeah, like, there was always, like, Batman and Superman. But even then, it was still not a great time for comics before that revival.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the time that I really started getting into comics. Um, I was, let's see, 13 when the first Iron Man came out. Um, and I don't even remember why, but I was stoked to go see it at the theaters. Like, I don't think... At that point, I had never heard of the character, but I was just like, this looks right up my alley. And then that really kicked off my love of comics.
0: Yeah. And I think that started doing that for a lot of people, too. It was. And I'm not going to judge that. We all got into comics and everything else our own ways. And the MCU yeah. definitely brought it to the mainstream. So. There's a lot of fans who've probably only picked up a handful of comics, and there's nothing wrong with that. They found something that they enjoy? I'm here for that. I want to help yeah. foster that because, hey, that's more people for me to nerd out with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: And if it gets more popular, then it's more financially viable for people to keep pumping
0: content out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, number two on this list is Batman. Batman is
1: probably the safest of choices, but undeniable that he belongs on this list.
0: I. Th- this is Ooh. a hot take that I have, Ooh. and I've gone off about this a lot. Batman has a lot of potential, and I've talked about it on this show before i've talked about it with friends before and it's even partially on like one of the two or three tiktoks i've ever made but batman is not an interesting character for me because he doesn't because his main focus as a villain is the joker and the joker is not an interesting villain overall Right. If if they right. focused on, like, Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze, like, he has so many good villains <laughs> that if they put the focus on there, it would make Batman so much more dynamic, so much more interesting. And you even see that with some of the things, like Nightwing, I would easily put in a top ten list for heroes.
1: Okay. It, all right.
0: Batman he he's one of the most recognizable heroes he's one of the most iconic heroes but what i say he's really the gr- one of the greatest heroes and that's where i kind of struggle on this i
1: think i think for me like everyone obviously has like their batman um and when i think of batman i think of the justice league cartoons and so for me that's what I always like elevates him because he's not just like a super genius stoic crusader he's also got heart he's also got like a really dry sense of humor and so that I think nailed his characterization I do definitely understand him not being like a super uh interesting character and it's funny as soon as you said that I was like my girlfriend is going to love this episode because she actually hates Batman. <laughs> I made I made her watch The Batman with me cuz I was like, "Listen, I know you don't like Batman, but like I, this is a this on, is a really good movie." On
0: the other hand, I absolutely loved that movie and I'd put that as one of the top superhero movies of 2022.
1: Oh, I I'd put it I, like, like the top of the last 5 years at least. Um, Honestly, I I I agree
0: that there could easily be An argument for that, like, I Loved that movie, it was such A different take over what we've Seen before for Batman Yeah But, like, yeah, just overall As a character, it's like Iconic and recognizable Yes, important Yes, but what I say, he's Necessarily a great superhero And, yeah Yeah. That's where I fall off, like he he catches and pretty much this goes for like all his villains really but it's like you throw them in a prison where a stunt a stuntman like glass window the sugar glass window is probably a better deterrent than what they have in arkham right and it's like man how many times are you going to let again going to go in on joker here because that's really where most of my problems with batman come from Outside of the, oh, prep time beats everything, fucking whatever. That's (laughs) a different argument altogether. But it's, you have this guy who's shown absolutely no remorse, multiple mass murderer, international terrorist, and everything else. And every time you just think, I can fix him. When even his own girlfriend is like, nah, not anymore. You cannot fix him. I'm done with him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this could be a topic for a whole nother time anyway, but I honestly think no-kill rules are stupid. I get why, like, writers would want their heroes to have a no-kill rule, but Batman's has always been the most egregious.
0: You see, I think it works if you can pull it off with, and certain characters do, but like you said, Batman does not really put it off because, like, he takes them off the street and then leaves it to the regular system with no actual check-up or follow-through on anything else. Spider-Man has a no-kill rule. And he actively goes in. He actively tries to help his villains out when he can. Sandman became a legitimate good guy for quite a while. Yeah. He actively checks up on these guys. He actively helps seek out... Hey, I know this is your problem. What if we took you to these doctors? Let's let's work on this. Like he actively tries to set everything up, which is saying something cuz he's you know, historically very poor and little access to that kind of thing. Batman right. is the exact opposite. He has all the resources to do that. And it would solve 90% of the crime in Gotham.
1: Yeah, that is, that is one of the things that always makes me laugh about Batman. Um, it's become such a meme at this point where it's like, as society changes, it becomes harder and harder to vote for the billionaire with, you know, abandonment issues, as opposed to the lady who's like, hey, humans are kind of killing the planet and I'm mad about it.
0: Exactly. Especially since multiple times she's given up life of crime only for, say, U.S. government weapons testing on the island she's on happens and kills all the plants on the island with chemical and radioactive weapon tests. Or Mr. Freeze, who's only turned to crime as a way to fund medical research that all his grants and resources got cut off because it wasn't uh, an important enough issue. Yeah. And it's like, yo, you could actually solve half your fucking problems and give yourself very valuable allies with this. Yeah. But yeah, he has some fantastic villains that if they focused on, I would... Would change his dynamic so much. Like, his dynamic does actively change when he's. His focus is Poison Ivy or Mr. Freeze or Rachel Ghoul. But so much of the focus is on the Joker that you don't get to see that showcased as much.
1: Right. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I have really high hopes for. This upcoming uh, Batman. Uh,
0: oh, this whatever they
1: brave in like, the bold, or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, it, I
0: forgot that was coming up.
1: Yep. Yeah, that one, they're going to have, uh, I think Damien Wayne is the last thing that I had heard about it.
0: I'm here for that. I'm, yeah. Again, I love Damien as a character. Most his robins I find like super interesting because they take such different dynamics from him.
1: Yeah, exactly. I do think that like, I I still love Batman. I love like obviously we talked about it. I loved the Batman, um, but I would really like to see him take more of a like sideline role in his own movies have the story focused on a Robin and just have him be a supporting character rather than the focus. I think we've kind of run out of interesting things we can do with a Batman focused movie.
0: No, that's understandable. And I do kind of agree with that. Uh, Next up on this list number three they have superman
1: so i would say that superman would probably be my number one pick he's not my favorite comic book character by a long shot um i've just i've never really dove into his comics as much but it's hard to argue that he's not like the quintessential
0: comic book character and and i'm with you he he's this he's another one he he's DC's Captain America, basically. Yeah. And I would put the two, Captain America and Superman, as one and two in interchangeable. Yep. More of a 1A, 1B, rather than a 1 and 2. For most of the sa- same reasons. it's There's very much the alternate universe which explores how he could easily be the exact opposite of the way he is. Yeah. But his big thing is truth and justice and like doing the right thing. Odds are, if Superman's doing something, it's probably the right side to be on.
1: Yep, exactly. And for a while, I
0: was in the
1: like boat of Superman's most interesting as a villain because I was like obsessed with the injustice line and. Uh, any of the Elseworld stories where he went evil. I was just like, this this is cool. Um, but over the past few years, I've just kind of come around and like a lot of people online, I'm just I'm ready for like a hopeful Boy Scout Superman.
0: Yeah, I will say, I think my favorite Superman storyline is Superman Red Sun. Where yes,
1: that is a good one. What, what
0: if he lands in the Soviet Union instead of Rural Kansas, and it's it's not even necessarily him as a villain. It's just him in a completely different culture from our own. Yep. And how that could lead with a very r- real politi- world politics. But yeah, he's there's no point I can make for Superman that isn't hasn't already been made with Captain America.
1: Yep, exactly. He's a a slam dunk choice.
0: Exactly. And a very safe choice for obvious reasons. Yep. Number number four here is an interesting one.
1: Yeah, I was just about to say, I would not have expected this one to make top ten. We've got Green Lantern.
0: Specifically the Hal Jordan Green Lantern, because let's be honest, there's like a million Green Lanterns. Yeah. Yeah. And you know I I do kind of get it. Would I have personally put him on a top 10 list? Probably not. But I do fully get the argument and it's not really a bad one. He's protector of universe, really. Like, just because he specializes in Earth as the Green Lantern sectors, they are basically space cops. Yeah. Except, unlike most uh, cops, he actually faces punishment if he fucks up. (laughs) But, it's like, yeah, he has... He's iconic, he's... He hits all those things, but he does for the most part, sacrifice himself for the right causes, he is like you look at the brightest day, the blackest night storylines, you look at the Sinestro Wars he's definitely up there with fighting cosmic threats that not many other people could face, sheerly off of his willpower, because that's what powers his ring
1: yep yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not as familiar with a lot of his uh, story arcs. Most of my exposure to Green Lantern has been through, uh, you know, whether it be like the Justice League cartoon or some of the other DC animated uh, movies. Um, I've always liked the character, but it was a little bit uh, lower on my list of characters to really dive deep into.
0: And I, I will say, as far as Green Lanterns go, Hal Jordan is probably third on my list.
1: Okay. I, so who, would be, who would be your one and two?
0: For Green Lanterns, I would honestly go uh, Jon Stewart. Yep. And for just Lantern characters in general... Admittedly, the run that really drew me in was his Red Lantern run. Is Guy Gardner? Oh yeah, like he was a Green Lantern as well, but like his his run as the Red Lantern Corps is really what drew me into the Lantern mythos as a whole.
1: Yeah. yeah, I will say that, like, the best thing to come about because of Green Lantern is the lantern mythos as a whole. Like, that was something that I arguably dove into deeper than any one specific lantern. I was just like, what does every color mean? Oh, my God. There's yeah. a lot of stuff to explore here.
0: Oh, 100%. But, like, if I was going to pick a single lantern, I would probably go with Jon Stewart over Hal Jordan personally. Me too. And again, that's heavily because of how he's been used in the cartoons and animated clips as a whole. Yep. I feel like Jon Stewart is definitely the more rounded character over Hal Jordan, even if Hal Jordan is more often than not the leader of the Lantern Corps for the Earth-based ones. yeah at number five they have Wonder Woman
1: another great choice um, definitely no qualms here
0: not not at all I it's tough to say without seeing the whole list out in front of me over where I would rank them in the top 10 but Wonder Woman being a top 10 no no problems with that at all
1: yeah i will say this is a very uh dc oriented list so far yes which i'm not like that mad about because i feel like marvel has kind of dominated nerd culture but you know rightly or wrongly That's just kind of what they've been doing for a while. So to see somebody write a list and include mostly DC characters is kind of interesting.
0: Yeah. At number six, we're back to Marvel. Spider-Man. So Spider-Man
1: is one that I knew would be on this list. If not, I was going to It it would be
0: egregious to not have Spider-Man on a top 10 greatest superhero list. Yeah. Honestly, I, would, I think it's kind of egregious that he's not in the top 5.
1: That's what I was just about to say. Yeah, I would move him up. I'd probably swap swap him out with like a Green Lantern up there. Uh because yeah, Spider-Man
0: Hell, I I put him closer to where they have Batman on this. Like it, that, if Cap and Superman are like one and two interchangeable, Spider-Man ben would Spider-Man be three. Number three for me.
1: Definitely. Yeah, because I mean, for a lot of people, like, Spider-Man is your introduction to comic books. Like, earlier I I said that Iron Man was, like, my jumping-off point, but who didn't watch the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, you know?
0: And look at the Spider-Man cartoons, look at... Yep. Look at the fact that he was Marvel's biggest character for so long that on the comics, in the corner where they usually put whoever's the head or heads of whoever comic it is, that if it was considered like a B or C tier character series, it would have Spider-Man's head on it instead of whoever's run it was. Because he was just that iconic. For a while, X-Men runs would have Spider-Man's head on it. Yep. Avengers runs would have Spider-Man's head on it. Let alone, like, Luke Cage and Iron Fist or Power Man Iron Fist runs all those other things the only runs that didn't were your Iron Man your Captain America your Thors and your Hulks and that was about it every and during X-Men during some of their bigger runs would have like four or five X-Men character heads on it instead but during their less popular runs it was Spider-Man Yep. Not only that, yeah. but great power, great responsibility is such an iconic line that everybody knows it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I've been like uh as I I know you saw it on Facebook, but I've been playing through the uh Spider-Man games with my 5-year-old and he is just like losing his mind over it. Yes. Uh and I we all went out to see the new uh, Cross the Spider-Verse movie. Oh, and... so
0: well done. So good. No no My... spoilers for anybody, but if the first yeah, no. movie was a 10 out of 10, the second one is an 11 out of 10. It is actually that good. And that's, I- I'm trying not to be biased. I am because I just love <laughs> comic movies, but yeah, it is that good.
1: But, yeah, afterwards, uh, my brother had even said, like, you know, I've never really been into, like, superhero stuff, but I freaking love Spider-Man, and I really want to, like, start diving into it. And I was like, oh, let me go grab my comics.
0: Yeah. And Spider-Man is such a fun one. He has such a large mythos. Yeah. He has – there are a few runs I would just actively avoid. I'm not – Saying clone saga or anything, but <laughs> as long as you it, ignore the clone saga stuff, yeah, it's very rare for a Spider-Man comic to miss.
1: Yeah, even the not-so-good ones are still like, they're just fun.
0: Yeah, and that's that's part of his big appeal is the fact that he's he appeals to everybody. I I don't know a person regardless of age gender whatever who doesn't have at least some level of love for spider-man
1: yeah yeah to to put it into perspective just how uh everywhere he is in preparation of this podcast today i am wearing a spider-man shirt so
0: (laughs) (laughs) nice and it's yeah, it's hard to argue that he isn't one of the greatest superheroes of all time, and it's it's hard to argue that because one and the best I- part iconic is iconic and recognizable. But again, cons- consistently good. You have these runs where he makes hard moral decisions, where it's like there is no good choice, and he has to try and make the one that is going to hurt less people. And like seeing him still so conflicted and upset about that, even though it saved more lives, he's just upset he couldn't save every one of them. And it hurts him every time, just kind of shows how great of a superhero he is.
1: Yeah. One of the best parts about Spider Man 2 is like all of his spin offs are great too. Like Miles Morales is a wonderful character. In his own right, uh, Gwen has become a great character in her own right. Like, none of them need to be attached to Peter Parker to like be a draw.
0: Yes, and man, I I really enjoyed that Spider Gwen series that was going on where she came out as like Ghost Spider. Yeah, I'm I'm so upset that that run ended. (laughs) Next on this list is The Flash. Specifically, the Barry Allen Flash. Because, again, much like Green Lantern, there is a lot of Flashes.
1: Yes. Uh, one second, and then I'll chime in.
0: Not a problem. This one, I don't know if I would go with a top 10 spot on personally it's he's up there he's obviously he's not one of the big three but he is still important he does care I just don't know if I would put him as the a top 10 k- superhero across comics
1: I I can definitely see why an argument could be made for no. However, I can also say that I can see the argument for yes.
0: Yeah. He, he's one of those, like, if I'm doing a top 25, there are no, no questions asked. Not even close. I'd even argue, like, Wally West would also be in there in a top 25. But as a top 10, it's I don't know if he would make mine.
1: I think for me, a big part of why he is uh, so high for me is because of the Flash TV show, actually.
0: I, I do know that really it, love that run. the The Grant Gustin one.
1: Yeah. yeah. I know that it was like varied in quality, especially in its later seasons, but like man, you just couldn't beat it for a while.
0: No, that was an absolutely great show, and that's probably my favorite iteration of Flash in media, whether it's animated or movies. Yeah. TV shows, whatever, animated, live action. That's probably my favorite version of Flash, is Grant Gustin.
1: Yeah, and uh, Flashpoint is such an iconic and, I'd say, important storyline that, like, its cultural impact alone gains him some points.
0: That is absolutely fair. Like, he basically gave birth to multiple iterations of the DC universe with with that like you have crisis on infinite earths as well yep daredevil at number eight that that's a that's a bold choice (laughs) that is that is that is a hot take from this guy as far as i'm concerned uh do i like daredevil absolutely
1: yeah, Daredevil's a great character. He's had some great comic runs. The the T V show obviously was like next level good. But Wow yeah.
0: To put him in the top ten. Like it's I have to see who the next two are because Yeah. I boy, there I can't... there are definitely some omissions that are going to be on this list that daredevil should not be ahead of in my yeah eyes
1: yeah i just i just scrolled down to nine and ten and uh uh yeah daredevil and no absolutely not sorry buddy you're (laughs) great but off this list with you
0: yeah let's see number nine is thor I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, I get it. It's like when you're a God who inspires legends and stories of heroism. And one of your key character arcs was the fact that you were unworthy of your hammer and you had to like. Get back to your core and back to being who you are to get it back is definitely a an iconic run he's and while he is a superhero and everything else he's also one where he kind of falls in line with similar to Wonder Woman with me where he's willing to do what needs to be done in a way that a lot of heroes won't yeah he's willing to kill he's willing to destroy if that's what it takes to save everybody else. It'll weigh on him, but he'll do it without hesitation because it's what needs to be done.
1: Yep. Yeah, Thor. I'm a I'm a little biased over because uh, I'm a fan of the the myths surrounding the god. Um, so he's always been one of the like main focal points for me in the Marvel universe. I mean, um,
0: that's also one of Tombstone's favorite characters too. So yeah,
1: no. As, as soon as as soon as I saw him, I was like, if we argue that he doesn't belong on this list, I think I think Tomb might kill us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, for sure. But like the audacity of putting Daredevil ahead of Thor
1: <laughs> ahead, ahead of the literal God of Thunder. Yeah, one of the Avengers. Like, come on.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then at number ten. Jean Grey.
1: That's that's an odd one for me too that's, because like
0: yeah, I know
1: for a long time she was like the focal point of the uh, X Men. I, I wouldn't say leader, but like she was our. Um, she was a um, focal
0: point, but it wasn't even necessarily because of her. It was because of the Phoenix Force.
1: Yeah. Which well, and that's the thing. Like can inhabit most other of the time, when you think. Too. Yeah. And most of the time when you think of Jean Grey, you, you don't, or at least I don't, necessarily think of her in terms of her being a hero. I always think of her as being like the antagonistic... The Phoenix. Phoenix.
0: It's like the most interesting thing about Jean Grey isn't even Jean Grey. It's the Phoenix. Yeah. She's very... She's a very generic character. Yeah. Like she does there are X-Men runs and everything else which highlight her as a character that are really good. But overall with how she's written in general, she's a very bland and generic character. And if I'm going to put an X-Men telepath on this list because all the telepaths are kind of have questionable histories too. Jean Grey literally committed genocide on multiple occasions. Hard to argue you're a greatest superhero with that much blood on your hands. But if if I'm doing any X-Men telepath, I would honestly go with Emma Frost.
1: Ooh, okay. Interesting.
0: Because even during her more antagonistic and villain eras... She was always big on protecting children. Even as like the white queen of the Hellfire Club and everything else. She would actively stop other villains from hurting children and stuff like that. She would always put the children and students first. And when she became a good guy, so to speak, like a member of the X-Men and all that, she still kept her her attitude and her arrogance to an extent, but she you always knew she was going to put the students first, even ahead of herself. And then you also have uh Professor X, who's a very not good person overall. Yep. If if you go into the lore, Professor X is like objectively terrible. <laughs> including hitting on Jean Grey when she was 16 and he was in his 40s. Yeah. Which is a whole other thing. But, you know, he also would abandon his students to go have freaky alien bird sex. Which is also a whole story arc that resulted in Magneto, who was still a villain at the time, taking over the school because somebody had to look after those kids in some of the earlier new mutants runs but yeah it's uh this list definitely has some omissions i uh i yeah. said i said it earlier on the batman one i would put nightwing ahead of batman and he's not on this list at all I would put yeah. Nightwing ahead of Jean Grey. I would put Nightwing ahead of Daredevil. I'd put him For ahead sure. of Flash. I'd probably, and I'm... I'd probably put him behind Green Lantern, the Jon Stewart Green Lantern, but ahead of Hal Jordan Green Lantern.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that uh, like an Iron Man's not on here or like a Wolverine
0: Wolverine. I do also kind of get he's like Wolverine. I get why he wouldn't be a top 10 greatest superhero.
1: Yeah, it's definitely. Like, I
0: get that same with Hulk who I also absolutely love. But again, I get why they wouldn't be on a list like this. They both yep. regularly cause death, destruction and chaos around all those around them. And all their good doesn't kind of undo that. And it's the exact same reason I wouldn't put Jean Grey on this list. Yep. Again, you know, kind of mass genocide is not a thing that makes you a top 10 greatest superhero. Yeah, I'd probably put Nightwing on this. Honestly, someone... Uh, another X Men, if we're going like non telepath, I would include either like Nightcrawler or Colossus. Psych- Maybe like a storm. Cyclops. Storm, easily. You know, a Black Panther would probably be here. Yeah. Like, and even going into DC, I would put like Martian Manhunter green arrow i would probably put somewhere higher i don't know where they would have but like he wasn't even mentioned in their omissions yeah uh yeah it's there's definitely uh choices made here and i don't know how i feel about some of them but i'd say overall i'd about six of the 10 i could easily agree with
1: yeah and even even the ones that like i don't agree with the number on this list i agree that they're top 10 that,
0: that there's an argument to be made for top 10 That at the very least they'd be an honorable mention if they didn't hit the top 10 but like yeah. seeing daredevil jean gray and again for me like the Flash would be more of an honorable mention rather than a top 10 but
1: I I I would be okay with that if if we we're making a top 10 list and the Flash didn't make it but he was an honorable mention I would I would understand yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Like definitely an argument to be made and very good reasoning behind it but yeah that's the list wasn't as hot as I thought it would be, but the few hot takes there were, boy, were they hot. Yeah. I still just can't get over Daredevil. Like. <laughs> no. <laughs> I I don't know anyone who would put Daredevil on a top ten greatest superheroes when you're doing DC and Marvel. Yeah. Like, even doing just Marvel, I struggle with Daredevil as a top ten. <laughs> yeah. And our next list on this is Top 10 Best Supervillains. Alright. And it opens up with number one as the Joker. Which is again, gone into it multiple times, but not one I would pick at all. He's Basically, every edgy 14-year-old is a – every edgy 14-year-old, like, hot-topic kid. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I try –
1: I try not to let, like, that kind of stuff sway my opinion because – there was a there was a period in my life when I agreed that I hated the Joker, and I even went so far as to be like, you know, the Dark Knight's not even that good kind of thing. Oh, I, because... I still hold
0: that take. I, I, I don't just... think it was a bad movie. Yeah. But I think it's only described as being as good as it is because of Heath Ledger's death. Yeah. And if he didn't die, if there wasn't that whole thing around it I don't think people would be talking about it as like a top 5 superhero movie like they do right like it wasn't a bad movie I, I won't say it was a bad movie but it I don't think it was as good as everyone likes to say it is
1: yeah I also I really don't like Christian Bale's Batman
0: I get it I get it
1: That's always my nerd hot take. Uh, On on
0: more of a hot take, I actually really did like, well, one, Pattinson's Batman was in The Batman was actually really good. But I actually liked Ben Affleck's Batman.
1: I loved Ben Affleck's Batman, yeah.
0: So, (laughs) of (laughs) of all the live action Batmans, Christian Bales is probably bottom of the barrel for me
1: okay below clooney huh
0: listen (laughs) (laughs) if you ignored the bat nipples yes (laughs) all right well i mean
1: one of my favorites is val kilmer uh just from childhood nostalgia alone so like you know yeah i've got no room to talk (laughs)
0: Yeah, but like overall again, I just don't see Joker as a top 10 best supervillain. When more often than not, he doesn't even like I get it. You're like your whole stick of I you don't have a plan whatever. It's like okay, but then like what objectives and goals are you doing? There's If he were against anyone other than Batman, he wouldn't be able to do 90% of the shit he does.
1: Yeah. I will say, I, I still really like the Joker. Um, I, like, I like how, even though he runs around like he doesn't have a plan, I like that he often does. And they're often, uh, like, misdirects. They make for really interesting stories um, where it's like, oh, you got to stop me over here. Just kidding. There's actually a bomb that went off 20 minutes ago. Um, And I like. They're not my favorite class of character, but I do like completely unhinged, insane. Like no goals, just want to see the world burn kind of thing. It makes for interesting stories every now and then.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, that's just his main thing yeah and is also pushed a lot more because he's the main villain or main antagonist to batman at number two they have magneto (laughs) oh boy Hot, Uh... hot take magneto was never a villain
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> his, Magneto his... Magneto is like Batman <laughs> in that when society keeps progressing it becomes harder and harder for us to believe what the writers say.
0: Yeah, it's like Magneto's not a villain, society's just gotten so bad that he's become a hero.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. His
0: his stance sure, he's a little less overt about his stances. He's no longer actively attacking American military bases, but his overall character hasn't really changed all that much.
1: Yep. I I do love that a lot of the a lot of the comments on this list are he's not evil, he was right all along. He's so charismatic and not psycho.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like He's literally a Holocaust survivor. And yeah. it's like, no, you're 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 right. You're right. Go on. It's like
1: Yeah, and... I, I really like Magneto. I think he's been, you know, he's a he's a really great, complex character. He's been part of some great storylines. Uh he's been acted by some incredible people.
0: Yes. I I have yet to meet a television, whether it's cartoon or live action or movie version of Magneto that I haven't enjoyed. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's really hard to say he's a villain. Like e- even in his more comically villain days, he was still not necessarily wrong, just going about it the wrong way. And right. you know. The PR thing. (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly. His group
0: was the brotherhood of evil mutants, even though, and yes, most of them were legitimately evil. Magneto was not. (laughs) But, like, I I can get why he's put on this list. Even if I don't agree, I get why. Yeah. Because he he is the antagonist to the X-Men who are clearly the heroes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if we're if we're going off the fact that uh Marvel is telling us he's a villain, then yes, he is one of the top 10 greatest supervillains of all time.
0: Yes. Uh number 3 is Venom. Hmm. Honestly, I I love Venom, I love all of the symbiotes. I love uh I love Pretty what much. they've done with his lore, like the expanded lore of the Clintar and the symbiotes. Yes, recently, but yeah, I, I, I can get why they would put him on a villain list, even if he hasn't really been a villain in the last fifteen years or so.
1: I, I'd, I'd say even longer than that. Like uh, back in the '90s, there were all of the Lethal Protector runs that were great. And he was like an anti-hero.
0: I wouldn't necessarily... Yeah, to an extent. It's more of like... Is Venom really a hero? Or is it just... Carnage is that much worse. That he just seems like a hero. Because he's willing to work with them to stop Carnage. Yeah. It's, it's one of those... It's like... The... F- the enemy of my enemy is my friend type thing. And he hates carnage more than he hates Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I know a lot of the comics that I've read has him in like a, like more of like a punisher type of character where he's still killing people, but he's protecting quote unquote innocence.
0: Yeah. Like definitely in, the more recent years, he's definitely a anti-hero more than anything.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, four, they have Loki. Hmm. Again, a very... He's more of a middle ground. He's not necessarily... He, he's played the villain, but again, definitely in recent years, he's been more... He's not a hero. He's not a villain. He's kind of that middle ground where he does what he feels like doing. Yep. And, yeah, but traditionally, he's a villain. In fact, his shenanigans are the only reason the Avengers initially formed.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, wasn't he their first uh, villain, even in like the, the comics uh, and original the comics? Yeah,
0: because yeah. Yeah. Uh, he used his magic to trick Hulk, I believe, into attacking people in the Avengers form to stop that.
1: Yep, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I uh, once again, I'm a little biased. I like anything to do with the Asgardians. Yeah. Um, so i'm cool with this uh but i could definitely see why this might not make a top 10 for a lot of people and i definitely do think that uh marvel yeah. uh sorry the mcu has something to do with that
0: and i i would also say that like if you look at magneto's overall body of work I don't think he would land as as a villain. If you look at Loki's overall body of work, he would land as a villain overall. So yeah. I I get that. Thanos at five on this list, and no, that's that's fair. Even the Thanos is right crowd is still, yeah. Thanos is a villain. He was right, but he's a villain. Yeah. And comic Thanos is 100% a villain. Yep. There's there's no arguing that one. And especially his comic stuff, anything that was done around Thanos by Jim Starlin, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Of course, it was also helped created by Jim Starlin, but, like, Jim Starlin still does some writing for Thanos every now and then. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's only been one solo Thanos run that he didn't have some level of involvement with. Hmm. Uh, Bane at number six. That's... Uh, that is a take. That's
1: a take for sure. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I can definitely see why people would put him up here because he's you know he the man that broke the bat and all that.
0: Yeah. But like it, it looks he, like they're going mostly off the movie version as well.
1: Yeah. Which honestly if that's the case that's even less of an argument to be on this yeah. list in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Bane is definitely a take on this one.
1: Yeah. I think I mean, I know that, like, we've had some who are pretty centralized, like, the Joker is pretty much just Batman. But Bane is just a little too underneath Batman's wing, no pun intended, to make it, like, greatest of all time list for me. Yeah. Because, like, the Joker primarily is Batman's villain, for sure but he has also grown into his like own following for better or worse.
0: Yeah, and and he's a full like ringleader of everything. He's spawned multiple serious guys through his stuff. It's Yeah, no, that's definitely fair. I And honestly, I I enjoy the cartoon versions of Bane a lot more than I like the live action or the comic version of Bane. Okay. Like, uh, I want to say, like, the Young Justice Bane was probably my favorite.
1: For for Batman uh, and all of his rogues gallery, almost always it is the Arkham games for me. That's...
0: That is fair. I think I've I've played all of them a bit, but I've only seriously played one of them. So, And it was one where I don't think you really saw Bane all that much in it, so I can't really use that one yeah. as an example.
1: From what I remember, and it's been a while since I've played some of them, I think Bane is only really in uh, Origins. Which was the one that was made by like a sister company? So, uh, most people don't play care that. about that one.
0: I think it was night, was the one that I played the most.
1: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That was a big one for a lot of people. Um, it's great, but it's got some problems for me. Um, yeah, but that's a whole another topic.
0: Uh, number seven, Green Goblin. You know what? Okay. I'm I would actually put him probably in the top 5 villains.
1: Oh wow, okay.
0: He's an absolute menace and not just towards Spider-Man, like he's a serious Iron Man villain. He's led multiple iterations of like Thunderbolts and he led Dark the Dark Avengers, yeah, and helped create the Dark X Men and all that stuff. Like, the dude's been an absolute menace on a global scale multiple times. On top of being the traditional just Spider Man villain, too. Yeah. So, like, I am perfectly okay with him on the list, and I would probably, I would, I would definitely put him higher than seven.
1: Okay. Yeah, he's uh he's iconic for a good reason. Um and I definitely think that uh rightfully so a big part of his popularity with mainstream audiences is Willem Dafoe's incredible performance. Not yeah. once but three times.
0: Willem Dafoe absolutely nailed it too. Yeah. I'm I'm convinced he wasn't acting for half of it.
1: Yeah, they just happened to be recording.
0: Oh, I, I love those jokes, but it's... Yeah. He nailed it so well as a live action. i loved him in multiple versions of the cartoons. Like, I've thoroughly enjoyed Green Goblin as a whole. A yeah. For villain. Number eight. Darth Vader.
1: Okay. Uh, I didn't realize we were including, like all villains
0: <laughs> i mean star wars is a marvel series for comics, true true and has been for quite a while and they've been very active in star wars comics and series so like e- even just going off at of comics darth vader i i think that's fair
1: yeah i i'm super super biased towards star wars it's my favorite fandom of all time so i would definitely support this choice um vader is one of the most iconic villains i think across generations there's not a single person who wouldn't recognize him if you showed them a picture uh his power set is impressive. Like uh, yeah, I I'm totally happy with this. I'd put him higher maybe. Be my one complaint, but
0: I could see an ar- I I could see an argument for that one hands easily. At number 9 is Two-Face.
1: All right, that's another take that's, for me.
0: That that's three Batman villains and I don't know if I'd put any of these ones on here.
1: No. Two-Face and Bane, definitely absolutely not for me. Um, Two-Face even more so because, like...
0: Yeah. The only...
1: Well, I don't want to say the only, but... The most interesting thing about... um. him as a character is him becoming a villain this
0: origin of it. Yeah. Yeah. And at number 10 is carnage who I would say should be, should be a bit higher. Okay. I, 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 I see him as better than a 10. Though, I don't know if I'd put him top five.
1: I don't know if I would... I don't know if I'd put him top ten, honestly. Like, I love Carnage, don't get me wrong. I think he's an incredibly cool character. um, Violent as heck. So he definitely deserves uh, top notches for his villainy. But, like... I don't know if he's, like, top ten material... He's he's an offshoot of Venom, and Venom's already on here. So, yeah, I don't know. For me, I think I think I'd put him maybe top twenty-five, but I don't think I'd put him top ten.
0: You see, is like for me, Carnage is such. Carnage is the kind of villain that other villains have actually become heroes because of him. That's fair. And that that's an impressive thing in itself. Especially for a guy who's not like a cosmic or planet level threat. It, at a normal level. And he's still turned other villains into heroes. Some of them on a more permanent basis, like Venom. I think yeah. the only thing I'd say is really holding him back... Is while he does have plans and everything else, he almost falls into the same thing as Joker. The, the big difference is, is carnage isn't always such a big focus. So every time he does come into focus, it seems like a big deal. Yeah. And there was also the run where it turns out, uh, Carnage is influenced and worships Cthun, who's basically Marvel's version of Cthulhu. Nice. So there's also like an underlying layer of batshit crazy that it's like that kind of puts his actions more into context. It's it seems crazy. It seems like he doesn't have a plan, but it's also like how much of the plan is kind of incomprehensible to those around them because it's inspired by a elder God of sorts. Yeah.
1: (laughs) One of my, one of my favorite carnage runs is uh, the axis run when like heroes became villains and villains became heroes. It was so funny watching him try to be a good guy and be like, oops, their heads popped off.
0: (laughs) I I don't think I read the Carnage run during Axis. I do know Doom managed to remain completely unaffected because it's Doom.
1: Yeah, so that's actually a nice segue into what I was about to bring up. There is a glaring offensive omission off of this list.
0: Of Dr. Doom?
1: Dr. Doom.
0: I'm going to look because it has contenders, so those who are just outside, which have Harley Quinn... Which, I wouldn't do it. She's... No. Honestly, she's more of an anti-hero. Like, the minute she was no longer Joker's sidekick, she was more of an anti-hero in everything else, including going on a date with Batman. Yeah. That that was weird, but I actually really liked the Harley Quinn new 52 runs, so...
1: Yeah, she's become a much more interesting and... Uh deep. Well written character. There, yeah, there,
0: there, there's a level of depth to her now that it's no longer just Joker's girlfriend.
1: Yeah. So I really like what they're doing with her. Still wouldn't put her on a top yeah. ten.
0: Uh Catwoman at twelve.
1: Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Mysterio at thirteen. That's I Mysterio I could see an argument as a top ten.
1: Yeah. I like mysterio a lot um i think i think the only problem that mysterio has is that he is part of spider-man's rogue gallery which they could fill up a top 10 list pretty much by themselves so fair it's like I, i
0: will say the greatest trick mysterio ever played was convincing norman Osborn he had a kid with gwen stacy (laughs) <laughs> yeah which that that whole story arc itself was really fucked up and then when they of, because yeah. it was the whole oh he had a kid with gwen stacy she was 16 that's yep. fucked up and then like they even marvel kind of like yeah we need to do something about this so they wrote a comic i think it's like maybe five years ago Where it turned out it was actually Mysterio manipulating him to help drive him crazy, which helped further make Green Goblin insane. They have Emma Frost at 14, which is funny because I would put her ahead of Jean Grey as a hero.
1: Exactly. Uh, Lex Luthor is a pretty uh, good choice, I'd say.
0: And I'd say 15 on this list is probably where you'd round out the honorable mentions. But yeah, Lex Luthor. I'd put Lex Luthor in a top 10. Like, in every sense that you would say Batman or Iron Man are top 10 heroes, Lex Luthor is literally that for villains.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, like, just using the exact same logic, but, like, the inverse, Lex Luthor would be up there. But, yeah, there is a distinct lack of Darkseid or Doom.
1: Uh, Darkseid made it, so this, I just scrolled ahead. This list goes all the way to the 25. Darkseid made it top 25. Doom is still not on this list, which is just...
0: That is... Yeah, Darkseid is at 23. Yeah. Apocalypse is at 25. Like yeah, I would uh This top 10 list is definitely Rachel Ghoul isn't even in the top 25. I would put Rachel Ghoul above pretty much any Batman villain.
1: Yeah. Also <laughs> the fact that they have Mojo Jojo from Powerpuff Girls on here like
0: at what 17?
1: <laughs> yeah. What is happening?
0: Yeah. But yeah, I like I I'd put I would probably drop Joker out of the top 10, but I I could see the argument. I just I I I would struggle to put him as a top 10. I could see other people's arguments, but that it's not it for me. Two-Face and Bane are just straight-up insults on this list. Yeah. Magneto is just... Well, we kind of went in-depth on that one, but... Magneto is more or less... just right. They have Dark Phoenix at 21, which is... Yeah, these are definitely spots to place some of these characters. (laughs) Yeah. Like, again, Apocalypse barely cracking the top 25 is insane for me. Yeah, especially just, like, Catwoman being up there. Catwoman being 12? Harley Quinn at 11? Bane in a top 25 list at all?
1: Yeah, like, I just, I want to know the reasoning. Like, Bane
0: would struggle to hit the top 25 Batman villains. But yeah, this is, uh, definitely a list for the villains on here. Yeah. Not sure how I feel about that one at all. Yeah. Uh,
1: So overall, great list for the, uh, Heroes, heroes not so great list for the villains.
0: Yeah, it's like of the heroes, only two of them would be no goes altogether for us. Yeah. And the rest of them's like even if we don't agree, it's like we see the arguments. Yeah. The the villains list has like three of them that are like, okay, yeah, that's a top ten villain. And then some that are just baffling.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're not even the top 10 against their own hero.
0: Yeah. Like Bane being 6, I'm not sure what's worse, Bane at 6 or Daredevil at 8. <laughs> like those are both definitely uh picks that someone can take. It's like, even if you only go off of live action movies and shows, Daredevil, you can kind of get the argument, but it's still on the weaker side. And Bane still doesn't make the top 10 list.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I said, if you're only going off the movies and shows, Bane gets further off the list, not more on the list.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that, those are definitely the two lists we chose today, and people made choices some good, some bad, and yep. some just mind blowing.
1: Yeah, yeah, Doom, Doom not being top five villains is Doom a travesty, not even
0: being in the top 25. Yeah, is just what the hell.
1: Like the the man who literally ripped out the Mad Titan's spine. After, is not even going to be on there. Like, give yeah, me a break.
0: After literally becoming god of the multiverse. Yeah. Like,
1: like he literally looked at Thanos and said, "Oh, that's some nice jewelry you got. Sure would be a shame if someone de-spined you."
0: Yeah. And then the fact that after the multiverse got remade and restored, he was the only person who remembered it. Yeah. Like, and for those of you listening, we have actually talked about that run before. Uh, Toom and I did an episode literally on infamous Iron Man, which was Dr. Yes. Doom as a hero right after the events where he rips out Thanos' spine and conquers the universe and becomes a literal god
1: that was a good run
0: oh that was a fantastic run where you even yeah it kind of revealed a a new doctor doom power that like kind of seemed like a MacGuffin but at the same time it fully fits in with previous things we've seen doom do like, the fact that he resisted the Axis event already before this, years before this, tells you that, like, okay, that, what he did there with that kind of new power is, it's reasonable. It's a, yeah. It it's matches up. It's in that similar vein of just, like, his willpower being so strong, you can't really mind control him. And with that, I think we are going to wrap up the episode. You have anything you want to say to anybody, follow you anywhere, any projects you want to promote?
1: Uh, not yet. Um, I'm starting a new band with a friend that we're going to be focusing on, uh, really socially progressive lyrics in a very heavy death metal sound. Um, because we went to a show where uh, we were the only feminists, apparently. So we were like, uh-oh, we got to make sure that our culture stays good. Um, but that is not quite ready for social media just yet. Uh, other than that, uh, nothing yet. Lots of things in the works, so hopefully next time I'll have some more concrete things to plug.
0: Fair enough, and for everyone else, feel free to follow the Extropy and Entropy Kickstarters and social media as Tombstone, as co-founder of a comic company, Majestic Comics, is launching his own series. They've put out an issue zero and an issue one, I believe, and they are working on more for that as well as his usual podcast on saturday mornings with other friend of the show spj and adequate your uh black culture geeks you can follow them on youtube on spotify with that peace peace
1: all right